are Locked On Trailblazers, your daily Portland Trailblazers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to a January 11th. This will probably be going up on January 12th. Friday edition of the Locked On Blazers podcast, and it's a Corbin Smith edition of the pod. Ooh! Ow, ow, ow! The big dog is here! That's right. Corb, Corb's the big dog. Yeah, is, I am is, the big dog. Is here. That's your new nickname. I walk into cafes, and I, uh, I'm covered in mud. I roll around on carpets, and I... Uh, and they say, oh, oh, no, the big dog's here. And then they feed me pastries and I leave. The big dogs love pastries. That's a yeah. Big, that, do- big dogs love pastries. Uh, and messing up, messing up, messing up all four of Ken's locations out here in Portland, people. What, what, what is your favorite pastry from Ken's from Ken's? Yeah. Like what, what oh, is wow. like the best pastry that you've had from one of the Ken's establishments? Um, I think that raspberry, uh, I think that raspberry croissant he does is pretty good. You know, I have been eyeballing that one because there's a location close to where I work uh-huh. and they have that. And you, work I, in, you work in Pearl or do you work in the uh, downtown? Okay. No, not, not, no. Um, I'm closer to the Pine street market. Of course. Lo- yes, yes, yes. Location. Yes, yes, yes. The uh, the uh, the uh, the uh, checkerboard pizza, which also sells some of his fine. Shout out to Ken Forkish, uh, a Portland hero for for the fats, especially like myself. Yeah, Cor- uh, d- definitely Corb's hero in terms of yeah. bread and the best bread. Um. Uh. Yeah, I like that. I like that raspberry uh, uh, fake croissant. But what I something that is on my mind pretty frequently that he that was seasonal. He's not currently producing. It was a corn croissant. It was a croissant made out of corn hmm. with a corn glaze. I was very fond of that. thought that corn flour really added a little extra complexity to the croissant. So in addition d- to being a piece of bewitchery. Did you – so that sounds – so it's kind of like if a croissant was made out of cornbread maybe – would that be a good compa- comparison? It's like, kind yeah, of? It has the taste of corn, but none of the texture. So it has that soft, like buttery croissant texture, but it's yeah. Oh, but God. it but it tastes a little like corn. Oh, that's that's really good. Yeah, it was obscene. It was a real. It was a real experiment. It was a real. Oh, Ken was losing his mind, trying to trying to find some holy grails out there. I think and. Uh, yeah, it's it's a beautiful thing to eat. I also like the uh, at the at the at the flagship location, he'll make a croissant that has like rose water in it. Big fan of that one. Okay. I apparently have a lot of opinions about things Ken's make. Ken makes. Big uh, big fan of the field uh, field blend number two. If we're talking main breads, although me and my uh, me and my beloved, we were we had um, we had a baked egg dinner the other night. I don't know if you ever eat baked eggs. No. Uh, well, what I'm, you do? I, mean, I think I've had baked eggs before, like the that African dish that where they put they bake the eggs in like the tomato. Like I think. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I I I tend to do an Italian variant. There's that you know I actually got this off of Deadspin. Uh, Ber, Ber, Bernico uh, writes about uh, 
food from time to time. And he and when his suggestion was like line the bottom with pasta sauce, crack some eggs on top, get some Parmesan on top of that. And I got a baguette from uh, Trifecta earlier in the day. Pop that bad boy in the oven with the baked eggs and uh, and just had a real feast with my with my uh, with my lover in tow. That that sounds lovely. That sounds like yeah, a yeah, very yeah. romantic dinner. Except uh, for the fact that I have out of control Asperger syndrome. Uh, I really am a lovely boyfriend, except that I can just I can just never read anybody's feelings ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, st- I still think I mean you, you did all the right things. You got you got the you got the 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 baguette. You went and got the baguette. You 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 prepared a beautiful meal for you and your lover. I I don't know you know what's wrong with that. So. Yeah. Uh, and though, I, and though, in those, in those, in that hour, I was perfect. And the other hours, let's call me spotty. And, and you know, even even LeBron has has moments where you exactly. know where where like right now they're they're getting their butts kicked by the Raptors and they just lost by twenty eight the other night. I would you know I would probably not put myself as LeBron. I would probably say I'm like the Al Farouk Aminu of boyfriends. I play I play sturdy defense and I have a weird jumper, but I but I contribute. And and it's been going in lately for Al Farouk Aminu. That's one of the weird things about this season to to get into some Blazers talk. I guess good good transition, Corbs. Thank you. Um, oh, thank you. Uh, but the the Blazers lost last night. Uh, last time we talked, they uh, they've had a bunch of games since then. They beat the Hawks. They beat the Spurs on a last second buzzer beater from CJ and then they beat the thunder in probably their most glorious victory of the season without Dame. And then they lose to the Rockets last night, uh, with Dame hard fought. Yeah. Hard fought. Hard, hard, hard to be too mad about that one. The Rockets are an excellent team and they were on a back to back. Like, what are you going to do? Yeah, and 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 Dame played well too. And uh, oh, at the end of the game, let, we should talk about this. The end of the game when Dame and Chris Paul oh, yeah. uh, got into it. I didn't really talk about it on the podcast at all, but that was pretty funny. That Dame, you know, got mad about that uh, with Chris Paul making a layup when the Blazers weren't playing any defense uh, when they were up by or down by seven within like the final seconds. And then CP just like went for the layup and, and Dame was not happy about it. Yeah. Yeah. Calling out the lack of honor on behalf of Chris Paul. I will say that that's a real, that's a real Chris Paul, Damian Lillard, like scenario that would crop up organically. I feel like if I was like, there's definitely one dude there who values honor and there's definitely one dude there who has very little use for honor. Mm-hmm. And like and like and they just played their roles perfectly in that in that scenario. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I really I really like the uh, uh, the 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 CP Dame kind of mini rivalry uh, and how they both go about it. It was funny. Mike Takedo, former Oregonian sports writer, tweeted a story that I thought about when I saw it happen. Uh, was Dame's rookie year. He did that against the Chicago Bulls. Mm-hmm. And uh, then, like, Joe Kim Noah and all those Bulls guys, this was, like, the when they were, like, still pretty good, they all just got in Dame's face, and it was, like, a rookie lesson for Dame 
And then Chris Paul, who's, you know, 15 year veteran, (laughs) doesn't have that 400, 400 years old. Yeah, doesn't have that excuse. And so Dame, I think, got a little pissed about it because he got rooked by those guys. Pure disrespect. It's hard not, you know, probably pure disrespect from the part of Chris Paul. Oh, and and I I think as far as things that are fun to be mad about, this is. This is really high up there, I think. Yeah, I mean, Chris Paul and and frankly, the the Rockets, you know, the game was a lot. It wasn't really as close, I think, as it got in the final minutes. The Blazers got the lead down to like three, but the Rockets were just beating them the entire game and they needed some some luck down the stretch. I think they got like a it was like a technical on Chris Paul and then there was a three point play on one play and then the lead went from like 12 from like 11 to seven. And then the Blazers were kind of back in it. They got it down to three a couple times, but uh, th- that was just kind of a dominant game. And I think Paul had, it was his best game of the year. And I think he, he kind of wanted to stick it to the Blazers a little bit. Cause I, I do think he wants to show Dame that, Hey son, like I still got this. How much older is he than Dame? Um, Six years. Yeah, maybe more. Uh, let me look that up right now. I'm sorry for the audience. We're watching the uh, we're I'm watching this Raptors game right now. Yeah, it's a uh, Cavs Raptors. Me and Eric got on the background. We're professional basketball writers. We are. And uh, uh, and uh, the Raptors have pulled ahead a pretty significant margin. And the, and the, and the fellows on the team, there was a timeout and the, and they, and they were marching back to the bench and it was hard for me not to like look in their eyes and see like dread a little bit, mm-hmm. not that they'll lose this particular game, but that just like the existential understanding that eventually the Raptors probably will lose to somebody. I feel like they're care. I feel like they carry that around with them a little bit, you know? Yeah, and I I think it's also part of why I think I think both the Raptors and the Celtics kind of know that in the back of their minds that like they might finish with a better record than the Cavs, but the Cavs are still going to beat them in the finals. In, even if they make it to the finals, like who's waiting for them there? The Warriors, uh, and they're going to yeah, destroy. The, yeah, them. yeah, possibly the most immaculately constructed squad of all time. Uh, so. Chris Paul is 32, by the way. So you were right. I think it's like only like a five-year difference. Wonderful. He's Al's name. 20, a little, 20, little 20, younger than 27. Oh, a little younger than a uh, little younger than Big Corbs, as it happens. I think I think Dame is 27. The, the, this conversation rules. Yeah, the yeah. So yeah, Dame Dame is 27 years old. Uh, Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. So anyway, they, old they, enough they, to uh, rent a car. Yeah. Yeah, his uh, his insurance is finally allowing him to to do that. So props yeah. to Dame. I'm sure he's rented a car uh, recently. Got to worry about. Uh, Got to worry about. Uh, I don't know. Are there any health things you had to start worrying about when you were 27? I, I'm not entirely sure. I mean, I think just general health. They just tell you to watch yeah, out for yeah. stuff. You know, there's like exercise. Hey, eat exer- well. Yeah, eat less meat. Dame does exercise a lot. That's Sorry. true, and he doesn't eat meat technically. Well, he oh, did. Oh yeah, I knew that. Well, he well, I mean, he he's not that strict on it because he did eat meat at the Salt Bay restaurant uh, in Miami. Uh, Come on, 
Dame needs to Dame not only needs to be a vegetarian like me, he needs to adopt all of my ideological principles that led me to the conclusion they should be a vegetarian. You know? Mm-hmm. I, mean, I, I think he basically needs to be you. Oh, I don't disagree with that on a lot of levels. He needs to uh, be nice to my parents. Uh, he needs to. Uh, what else do I do? Uh, be a good boyfriend. It, meh. Well, not to more, not, I mean, not to my girlfriend, though. Right, right. But like in general, you know, you want to. Yeah. Yeah. You, you got to bring your best effort to that arena. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. <laughs> So we have some uh, some questions. Uh, yeah, Corbin Corbin's, Corbin said, "Hey, ask us questions because yeah. he's smart." Yeah, he is, and <laughs> we we got some uh, some content, some questions to answer. Uh, do you have any? Before we get to the questions, I think we should. Do you do you have any Blazers observations over this last? They've been playing better offensively. Yeah, that's good. Aminu's been good. I think most people have been talking about that. I've always thought Aminu was good. I've even I even when people said he was bad, I said he was good. Uh, Aminu's very good. I'm not surprised he is playing well. Um, oh, I think the last time we talked, we talked about Turner and Nurk, um, whatever. So I'm not going to talk about that again. Uh, thought they played hard against the Rockets last night. Uh, it was cool that the Spurs lost on a bricked LaMarcus jumper. Um, I'm very spiteful, and I like it when LaMarcus Aldridge does bad things. Um, that's all my thoughts. No. Uh, I mean, those are good thoughts. Nurk had a good game against Steven Adams in the in the Bash Brothers battle. Uh, I, thought, I have this thing with Nurkic, and it's not... It's a, He's obviously a human, so it's not necessarily the, the weirdest thing, but... Uh-huh, I, feel, uh-huh. I, I feel like when he does get like messed up or popped in the mouth or has like a matchup against someone that's like really physical with him, I feel like he plays better. Yeah. He, uh, he gets the spirit of the beef. Yeah. I feel, I feel like that's a, that's a thing. Whenever he gets pissed off, did you see that story from five thirty eight that he gets hit in the face more than any player in the NBA? No, I did not see that. That is wonderful. Yeah. Uh, Chris, Her- Chris Herring did that. It's wonderful to have that player finally. You know what I mean? There's been a lot of, uh, there's been a lot of, uh, hope you don't mind me saying, there's been a few cake boys on the Blazers lately. It's nice to have a, uh, it's nice to have somebody who's got a, uh, a, a steel file somewhere in that cake to saw out of basket prison, I guess. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I he has been getting hit in the face a lot. I think that might be a little bit of a reason why his offensive rebounding is taking a dip because it kind of sucks to get hit in the face all the time. I, I can't speak to knowledge on that. I've only been hit in the face like twice. Good for you. I, I, I've been hit, you. I've been hit in the face more times than that. I'm uh, I'm so handsome that people go, oh, better not, you know. You don't want to punch through the Mona Lisa, you know what I mean? No, no, and, and that's that, that's that's not that's not an ideal outcome for anybody. Uh, Can I talk about a completely non-related Blazers-related thing very briefly before we get to these questions? Yeah, yeah. Did you see Rodney Hood knocking that phone out of a dude's hand? Yeah, just the best. I thought it was great because he didn't. So it's not like he broke the guy's phone. Like he yeah. just knocked it out, and like he was courtside, 
And that guy can probably afford a phone even if it was broken because he's yeah. sitting courtside in an NBA. I don't man. even care about that. I If that was that guy's the only phone that guy was allowed to buy and it snapped in half, I would have thought it was even cooler, <laughs> frankly. But I just want to say wonderful NBA moment is uh, Ronnie Hood slapping that phone out of a dude's hand. Just I think, spectacular. I think there was a little bit of a karmic comeback, too, because the Jazz won that game, a game that they definitely should not have won on the road at the Wizards, and then they won that game after he knocked that guy's phone out after he got ejected, and it was, uh, I think, I think it was a little bit of sports karma coming back yeah. for the Jazz. That uh, that uh, that uh, that sports film guy, oh, he uh, got he deserved. Oh. Up, update: The Cavs are down by twenty three. Uh, I they're only down by twenty one on my feed, although I suspect that Demar Derozan is about to make two free throws. Yes, so I, I spoiled that. I, I spoiled or that no. one for you. Oh man, come on, man, you're killing me. Oh no, what up, Jr? Oh, Jr is furious. Uh, Jr walks back. Okay, the, shout out to my old friend Jr Smith. The uh, Cavs have not looked good, uh, pretty much since. Yeah, when do, when do they though? No, and but they never and they never look good at this time of year. Like they do this every year. Yeah. They, this is this is their their rhythm. This is what. Happens. Yeah, they just fart, yeah they just fart through the winter. The Heat did it too. Like yeah, oh yeah, no yeah. The 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 Heat did it, and all the LeBron Cavs teams have done it. And it's just he LeBron is clearly you know he's not gonna uh, he doesn't care. He and he even admitted he said like earlier this season not to get sidetracked on LeBron talk. But and I know that you're into talking about LeBron anyway. But love talking about LeBron. He how tall do you think he is? He's at least six, six, nine, six, ten. Oh, you think he's taller than six, eight? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I think he's, he's, he's big. Uh, but they, he even said he's playing at 80%. Like he says he doesn't kick it into another gear until the playoffs. Like he's admitted that. And so he needs like the rest of the Cavs. Like Isaiah needs to step up. Isaiah has missed a bunch of shots in this game. LeBron is killing it, but he just needs a little bit of help. And that's kind of where they are but um yeah uh mm, yeah so shall we get into the questions certainly hey we shall okay we're gonna field this one we have a couple that uh are wildly inappropriate and that, that we're that not, we're not that we're not gonna answer yeah uh, come so, on yeah you yeah. know who you are yeah you you definitely know who you are if, if you send in the question uh that is yeah, so we'll start here with uh, at Nickel Hay, Virtual Boy Mini is his, his display name. Uh-huh. Would you rather have, I think I know the answer to this one, but would you rather have five titles with LaMarcus as your star player or one title with Nurkic? Nurkic, baby, player? every yeah. time. Yeah. Every time, not worth it. No, I, I know that that's your, Ooh, I, I know, I know that's your lane. Uh, I mean, five championships, man whatever the third one you don't even like the third one that's true as i've noticed from following warriors twitter all that happens after the first championship is just anxiety yeah just you just you just you just get nervous before every game and you just have the worst attitude most pessimistic attitude going to every game Uh, yeah you just see disasters everywhere one title, give me one title i'm good yeah yeah i'm here to yeah i'm not here to you know, give me one title in 10 years of 51 excellence. 
Yeah, that's my dream. Just, just be there. Just be. Just in don't, the... don't. You know, I just don't want tickets to be too expensive. That's all. Right. And and that's yeah. all. And that's always been the case. You know. You know. You still want to be able to go to the game. So. Yeah. Uh, we have a question from Branded Goldner at Goldner PDX. If Alfaruk Aminu's jumper was a shape, what would it be and why? It would be like one of those bendy squares that you see on a graphing calculator display. Like a like a trapezoid? No, like um like a three D square. What are those called? Let's find out. Yeah, come on, yeah. Three. No, it's like it's like a square on a plane, right? Uh-huh. But two of the points are elevated and two are lowered. You know what I mean? I, I, I'm visualizing. In a in a three-dimensional space. Okay. And it's sort of rotating around. It kind of looks like a bat a little bit. Okay. It's like a, there's like a head and a tail, and then the wings are going up and down and whatever. That's what I think it looks like. All right. I like it. I, I will say this. I... Do not have a good shape take because I don't think I can beat that one. I think no, that's, certainly. that's a great shape certainly. take. Certainly. Um, that's what everybody's thinking. I did, you know, watch pregame warm-ups at the game on Friday, and I will say the top of Aminu's release, he used to like catch his arm back when he shot. His like his he would shoot it and then his form would like almost ricochet back, and now it kind of smoothly goes forward and he doesn't have that like comeback thing. And I think it just looks aesthetically better. I don't know if that's a contributing factor in him shooting better, but it it looks nicer when he finishes his stroke that it just kind of finishes instead of like this finish and snap, which he kind of used to have. His arms making that big old square, though, that's like that's such an that's such an NBA thing. Just like you have to like you have a natural shooting motion and you just need to learn how to do little tiny things like you just have to follow nature and let little tiny things happen through whatever tiny adjustments you can make to make it work. Yeah, no, exactly. It's just repetition. I mean, Aminu has been working on his shot forever, you know, since he got here every time when I was on the beat, he would, you know, after practice, he would be there with Dame and Harkless and all those guys shooting threes. And, uh, so I, I hey, um, I I think Aminu's shooting is for real. I'm glad that he can shoot. He's it's, gonna he's gonna make if, if if he can keep this up, he's gonna make an unbelievable amount of money. Oh, yeah. Come come next contract time. Yeah, which because hmm. so he's he's, a, he's probably like one of the best value deals in the NBA right now. I hate saying value deals because I because I, I mean I you know sorry every NBA player should make as much money as the market will demand, but. Like as far as a player is contributing a lot for a team not paying that much for him, like Aminu is one of the best contracts in the NBA right now because he figured out his shot, more or less, but and still plays Alfaruk Aminu level defense and boarding and all that stuff. So, uh, yeah, he's gonna make a ton of money if he can keep the shooting up. Yeah, and the other thing that I've noticed with him is he's actually like dribbling the ball and successfully attacking the basket and finishing. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like he's a little bit better at that. And last year, I yeah, kinda, he's been attacking closeouts a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And, and last year he did that a lot more. And I kind of got on him for that. And I was like, Aminu, what are you doing? Just shoot the shot. But maybe now he's had enough reps where he's just getting better at that. And that's player development. Uh, yeah. Uh, right there. Um, 
a question from Turbo Man at Matt Charles Long is a buddy of mine. Lots of people have been saying Noah Vonley's nickname should be the Noah Constrictor. Do you like what these people have to say? He's not very snake-like, I don't think. I mean, is I'm, just, I'm just going to, I'm the spoiler alert, Matt definitely came up with that nickname. And, oh, okay. But, but it, it, I would like your take. He's not snake-like. He's not particularly snake-like, is he? He doesn't like slither. He kind of he kind of clumps a little. I mean, I think it's more of like the the phonetic thing that's oh, happening there. Linguistically, it's wonderful. Don't get me wrong, but right. but you can't. It can't just be linguistics. You know what I mean? And that, it, it okay. has to wrap around some aesthetic principle in general. Look, don't get me wrong. I would love it if you moved like like a snake. I would love to be able to hear the Noah constrictor and say, yes, absolutely, call him the Noah constrictor. But he does. But there's no there's no slither to the game. It's a it's a it's a clomp. It's a uh, it's a uh, he's a it's a horse like. He's a horse boy. He's not a snake boy. Okay, so what? I mean, I'm trying to think of like what a good horse name would be for him. The uh, Noah Von. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh my god i i don't think i can uh I, I i can oh my god uh i don't think i can top that one that's pretty good no, certainly nobody can it's his new nickname congratulations to corbin you have to pay me 25 cents every time you say it so we have another question from the morrisonic podcast certainly a friend of the show is shabazz the third or fourth best player on the team no Okay, no, we answered that one. Does he make you retroactively hate Mo Williams because he does for me? <laughs> everything um, everything makes me hate Mo Williams. You know, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, here's the thing. I, I, Mo Williams passed the ball to Dame on that shot. And no, that was Batum. But he was on the floor for that. And he was in those games down the stretch. I... Mo, Mo was part yeah, of like, you know what? That's not fair. Mo, Mo had some horrible years on the Blazers. I'm being rude. He had one year. He was only here for one time. He got in a fight with Andrew Bogut, which was awesome. Yeah. Got to I mean, do I'm, that. I mean, you, you have to do that. That yeah. is, that is awesome. Anybody who gets in a fight with Andrew Bogut is a okay with Corbin. And he's like half, you know and he's like, he's like you know one third of the size of LaMarcus's, LaMarcus's legacy here in Portland would be significantly improved if he had taken it on himself to get in a fight with Bogut at some point. Yeah. There we go. I said it. There you go. You would you would be loved forever, Lamarcus, yeah. if and if that had happened. What's Bogut up to right now? I I completely forget. Is he? Is I think he, he just got. Re- I think he just got like released or something by the Lakers. Yeah. He was, he was on their team, and then they like released him to say that they were gonna let him find a playoff team. But I don't think any playoff teams are gonna sign yeah. him because a uh, crappy uh, player. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and he's and, and the league, I think, has outlived. I, I think the league is in a place where like he's no longer that useful. Oh my God, there's a there's a podcast. The topic of which is have Andrew Bogut and Spencer Haas been blacklisted from the NBA? Oh God, I, where is that coming from, Breitbart? <laughs> no, it's not. I almost don't want to say who. Oh, never mind. It's fast break breakfast. They're joking. Oh. <laughs> okay. All okay. right. All right. I, I I apologize to the Fast Break Breakfast boys, who are who are pals of mine. Yes, very very funny podcast. 
Uh, okay. They're in Vegas for Inside the NBA right now? Fastbreak Breakfast or Inside no, no, the No, 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 Inside the NBA. Sorry, I'm wa- this is, you know, what happens when we have the... Uh, I, I, get it. I, I think I'm not... I think I'm watching on a stream, so I don't think I'm getting inside right now. Oh, uh, okay. Well, they're all in Vegas because they're... There's a band playing called The Martinis, and there's like a Dean Martin knockoff uh, mm-hmm. at the mic right now holding a cocktail. So uh, if you're in Vegas, look out for Barkley tonight. Yeah, Barkley's going to be on the prowl, hit, hit yeah. the t- hitting the tables. Yeah. Um, and other things, probably. Yeah, I, 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 listen, and I, people. I, I just want to, yeah, I just want to put out there, I didn't hate Mo Williams. He was, I will say this, he was probably the worst interview on the team but he did that on purpose and then there would be times where he would like give you really good long answers but most of the time he would just like have like a because he doesn't want to talk to people no so he, you just yeah. yeah yeah so and and i actually thought you know by the end of it i was and he's to, not good enough for that to be like a problem you know what i mean exactly it's like it's like, like lillard can't do that and yeah. still have, yeah yeah it, yeah exactly and I, I thought i think mo uh i i i i, I enjoyed him I, I enjoyed him as a character I don't get it there. I don't know why they're in Las Vegas. I don't know what is happening. Cause there's right. no, my, my stream just caught up to Eric and uh, yeah. It's, isn't it weird? They're just like in Vegas for no reason. Yeah. There's an audience there. Cause <laughs> the, the NBA is in London. Cause they had the London game today. Yeah. The game that they're currently showing is in Toronto. And then they have, I think it's like Lakers Spurs later in LA. So they, they have really no reason. There's no reason. Barkley just wanted to go to Vegas tonight. And they're like, we need Barkley to be on the show still. Barkley it- was Barkley was in Vegas and they couldn't get him back to Atlanta. And so the only solution they had was to build an entire episode around Barkley being in Vegas. Yeah. I hope area 21 with KG goes to like, goes with, Barkley or something to to some some tables. KG seems a little seems a little too aesthetic for that kind of lifestyle. Yeah, I, I think I, he seems like a dude whose gambling is just lifting weights. Yeah, and and like and like just being really aggro all the time. Yeah, like yeah, I yeah. feel like he's just really on top of people. Man, what does he what time. does he do with all that? You think like he, now he's like, he's, he's like an independent consultant now. For for like basketball teams. What? Oh, for okay for teams. I thought like he was like doing inspirational speaking at corporations. No, no, no. no. He like goes like he like like Jason Kidd like brings him in every once in a while to come in and work with Giannis. And, oh, and, he's doing the Hakeem thing. Yeah, exactly. So now yeah, he, yeah. now he's like a personal coach that teams will bring in from time to time. I don't know if he has like. A, I mean, as far I mean, as far as like a dude who is definitely a proto modern big man, like KG is that. That makes, I mean, yeah, yeah, KG was the first type of he, KG was the first unicorn, if you will. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, if you if you want to use that term, he was really uh, man. Morrisonic keeps on bringing it strong with these questions. We got a lot of questions from him. Why oh, is there no WNBA team in Portland? Corbin, you want to field that one? Why do I? Why do I have to feel it? I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, they wanted... had they had one, and then yeah, there used to be one, and there is not anymore because it did not make enough money. Yeah, it, it... I would be a big fan of a WNBA team in Portland. I would be all I... about having summer basketball. The only problem I have with the WNBA is that um, they don't try to make it a real league, really, because the whole enterprise. Because oh my god, it's so because okay. So when you're an American billionaire, you don't want to own anything that doesn't make money, ever. And uh, and basically the WNBA 
doesn't compete for top talent really because most of these players play in European leagues. Uh, but other than that, it'd be fun. Yeah, I mean, they have a lot of players that play in European leagues, and then also oh, almost everybody in the WNBA plays in Europe and the right and and that like really that WNBA is the off season. Yeah, and it, the, it, it's and a su- it's almost start. like a, it's almost like summer league, like because well, that's Rossi the t- famously was paid a million dollars or something to sit out. Yeah. Uh, the WNBA season once. Yeah, no, and no, most of those players play. I think I, I think Brittany Griner plays in China. Yes, that's correct. Uh, so you know, th- there's tons of money out there, and there's just really not. And one of the other issues is is that you know the NBA basically subsidizes the yeah. w- the the WNBA, and it would basically be like. I get, you know, Paul Allen, you know, maybe now, maybe since like, there's a lot more people here, maybe there, and then with the, the crowds that the thorns get, maybe there could be yeah. a little bit more there this time around if they do have one. Um, but I don't, I don't, I, I've poked around on this question before and with people that would know, and I have heard that it's not really a thing. Like they're not gonna, yeah. they're not. It's not really on the, the table. league. It probably isn't even looking to expand much. I I really feel like the problem with the WNBA is that nobody involved with it wants to go in whole hog. Right. The, the, yeah, like if they had like salaries and they could really compete with yeah. the rest of but the they world's don't, yeah. leagues, but they don't want to do that. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, but they they want something. They want to put so little risk into the product that there's like there's just no way you can get a decent or particularly compelling league out of it. I think, I think, uh, I think they're at that tech conference. I mean, yeah. I don't, sorry. I don't want to be too, too. I don't, I don't, which is not to say that the WNBA is a bad product or no, anything. It's not, no, I, it's just a good product that plays 30 some odd games and whose best players are primarily focused on succeeding in Europe. Right. And, and I, yeah, I think it's just, it's just a hard thing unless and basically the NBA has to have a directive like we're going to go all in on this and we're going to spend a bunch of money. And I yeah, don't they've think they've basically been half measuring the whole thing since the beginning of the. Yeah. And so they don't basically the the rich NBA owners don't want to do that. Yeah. Uh, um, let's see. We have a lot of questions about Myers because because, <laughs> because that's, uh, that's what listed questions for a podcast. About the Blazers. And, and, and people, I bet, does Myers have any friends on the team? Very mean question, whoever asked that. Yeah. I'm, yeah, he probably does. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he's been there for six years. Like, I mean, it, it, I'm sure he has some friends on the team. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, whatever. I mean, would it be better? I mean, now that I will say we could talk about his I, – I do think that more than ever – there's probably more of a chance that Myers gets traded now than ever because Zach Collins has already kind of taken his spot. Yeah. A large white guy spot. Well, and just like that role in the rotation, like the Bill, the Bill Walton Memorial, large white guy spot. Yeah. Um, and he, he plays with Ed Davis now and, and Collins keeps on getting better. Yeah. Um, very, very surprised. Collins has been this good this early. The, did not see that coming the end of the okc game he basically put them away like that was pretty rad yeah uh yeah anyway surprise surprised happy but very surprised yeah so good good for zach because collins like, that he's like good. not three months ago there was like ah swanigan's a steal i'm not sure about collins talking now swanigan's in the g league which 
I could be very good for him. I don't want to make it seem like I don't think that, but like, but Collins is um, playing decent NBA basketball. So, yeah. So. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I'm, 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 I've been impressed with his growth. He's really just gotten a lot better uh, over these past couple of weeks, uh, at least from what we can see. So it's good that Zach Collins has been good. What do you think about the Miritich rumors? This is not a question asked by uh, our listeners, but that it what's has the, been... what's the what's the what's the outline? I've, I, you'll have to pardon so, me. I've so been... yesterday, the Chicago Tribune reported that the Bulls are trying to move Miritich. Utah is in the mix. Detroit is in the mix, and Portland is quote expected to get into the mix. <laughs> With who? I don't like. No, I, I mean. Basically, I think the the Bulls want a first. Mm-hmm. No, the Blazers first. I mean, yeah, I don't think the Blazers. That don't, is a, the Blazers don't have a first. Uh, I don't think they have anybody else's first to give out for Miritich. God, the Miritich thing is so weird. Uh, I've I've often talked about this. There were there during the height of the Derrick Rose stuff, like. A central thing people would say about those teams is like, oh, and Miritich is going to show up soon. So, and then Miritich showed up and he's just been a guy who doesn't really play defense and gets in weird fights. Like, anyway, uh, I don't think the Blazers need Nikolai Miritich. I mean, I, I don't would, think there's it, any particular reason to trade for him. It would maybe be an opportunity, though, to shed a little salary or at least shed some salaries that they maybe don't want. Cause Miritich makes 12.5. He's got one more year left on this. Deal. So if it was like Myers in a second for Miritich's. I, but like, other than that, like Collins, nah, I don't think no, I'd be into I, that. I don't think I'd get rid of Collins. He's Swanigan, Collins I is cost controlled. Swanigan. Yeah. Yeah. Same. I think, you know, Ed Davis has been super, super good, but he's not a guy that would like fit in well with the bulls. But I do think that maybe like but then again, I, I don't what, want I don't want to trade Ed Davis, but like what if are you're the looking like, at what are the Bulls trying to do though? They're just trying to get a first round pick out of him. Yeah, I mean like large in in the large sense. I don't think the Bulls know what they're doing in the large sense. Yeah, that's true. They're like, they're literally just trying to keep their job from year to year. Like that's what, that. The, you know what the weird thing about it is? I feel like because what what like we always say that about them, but it also seems like they can't be fired. Well, I just think I just think they make money like hand over yeah. fist. Yeah, and, uh, like they just as what's long, the same, as, that owner does not care if they win or not. Right, like, exactly. He, he cares about if the White Sox win, and also he's a notorious skin flint in the MLB too. Like he's just like he's a dude who's always trying to hassle the union in the MLB. Like that's all I. Anyway, I don't know why we've gotten off on this. Well, we're talking. It is important because we got to talk yeah. about who the Blazers are potentially dealing with here. And, yeah. And, and and so it's. I mean, if we're talking like because if we're if we assume that what the Bulls want to do at any given point, which I think is what they want to do, is to make or protect profit. Um, I can't see how the Blazers can help them do that uh, with them offloading Meritage. I mean, if it is my, I mean, if it's Myers, hometown kid, played at Illinois, you know, played some games there. Yeah, loathed by every team who could possibly give him minutes. Like, like, like a perfect player to irritate a fan base, Myers Leonard. Like we asked 
questions about Meyer. We asked for questions. We didn't say send your Myers Leonard questions. We got like 10 Myers Leonard questions. Yeah. Just like just, just tons of Myers Leonard questions. I took my lovely girlfriend to a basketball game once. It took her five minutes to hate Myers Leonard. Poor Myers. I'm just, I'm just saying, yeah, I'm just saying, you know, I don't want to. Yeah, we don't I need mean, to, we don't we don't we don't need to pile on on Myers. But sorry, sorry. but but the salary though like in a real like actual sense right now, it would not be that crazy if you know, maybe I mean my, you would say Myers in a second, would you do Myers in a first? Like cuz that's ultimately what the For bull, Yeah, that, the only problem is that I don't see how he fits into the rotation. Like I'm guessing what happens is he takes Connaughton's minutes and but he's not a shooter, but he he's too big for that, isn't he? Well, I mean, connaughton has been good. Who need like Connaughton is also cost controlled. Like, but Connaughton's going to probably get paid this off season. I guess that's true. So, so you have one extra year of Miritich at 12 and a half, which, you know, I mean, I guess, I guess Harkless could, but Harkless has been playing better lately. And I will say regarding Harkless, well, Harkless has always been playing better lately. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. No, we, we established this in the last one that he's been very unreliable in his career. Yeah. Which, is, I mean, you know, I, I, I look, I've been there. I'm not here to judge or anything, but I'm also very unreliable. But, you know, it takes one to know one, if you will. Maybe Sorry. Harkless for Miritich could be interesting. I mean, their salaries are pretty close. And maybe that would be a way that you could entice the bulls to take less than a first round pick though. The blazers don't have their own second this year. Um, so it would have to be like a future second. This is all to say. I think it's pretty, I think it's a pretty obscure prospect. Miritich is at least also gotta say that Miritich is shooting much better this season than he ever has in his career. And this season could potentially be an outlier. His true shooting percentage this year is 62.3. I mean, he is 26, so he's entering his prime. So maybe that's something. But his previous best before this year was 55.6 true shooting. So nearly a seven-point jump in his true shooting percentage. So, I mean, that's also something to keep in mind that he could be having an outlier type of season and he's only played 17 games. <laughs> We're up to like five mean questions about Myers on this Twitter thread. I'm just saying like, <laughs> I mean, we're addressing it right now. Yeah, I know guys, guys, my, your, your, your parents are going to come back because you were mean to Myers guys. <laughs> oh my God. Come on. Oh man. Get it together. She, she's gone forever guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. There's there, there's nothing Myers can do about it. Um, let's see. Morrisonic keeps on giving us great content. Wonderful. The Morrisonic uh, podcast on Morrisonic.com. We should we could pick um, spirit animals for all of the Blazers. Do you want to do that? I'm willing to do it. Okay, I have the roster right here. Thank in you. In front of me, so we can start with our two way contracts and work our way up. Oh, certainly. Got to start with the two-way contracts. Wade Baldwin. I don't even know who Wade Baldwin is. He was a first-round pick that was released by the Memphis Grizzlies this year that the Blazers signed as a reclamation project. Who's like a – what's like a lost animal, a lost sad animal? 
a uh, oh, like a like a like a like a freezing baby bird whose yeah. whose mother has been picked off by some hawk somewhere. I'm gonna rely on you for these nature takes because you're much yeah. more you're much more connected. I went to the Evergreen State College. Please. Yeah, exactly. So you know, I, they they didn't really teach us about nature in journalism school. Uh, C.J. Wilcox. <laughs> Uh, Apparently, okay. I don't know who the back end of the roster okay. is. I mean, he hasn't played in a game. Forget it. What, sorry, CJ. What, what's a forgotten animal that that is like people just kind of, you know, don't even think about? Oh, the non-blue-footed booby. Like, you know about the blue-footed booby, but what about the non-blue-footed boobies? You know what I mean? Okay. So CJ Wilcox, yeah. the non-blue-footed booby. Um, Caleb Swanigan. A swans. Yeah, I think. What? He, oh, oh, what I mean, if he could be? We a, could he, say. We could say the black swan. I think he is the black swan. I think swans that, are very powerful. Uh, yeah, I think he's the black swan. I think. I and, think and he, yeah, I think that's. I wanna, yeah, I like. I want to make it clear that this isn't a racial thing. No, but it's about it's about it's about being like intimidating. Yeah, and monstrous. And and, yeah, and just just this this guy pushing guys around. Just just a, yeah. sw- a sw- not just your regular swan. No, it's basically the, what the, we're going the one in a million out there terrorizing G leaguers. I got to say, I do miss watching Swanigan throw his weight around and, and beat people up like that. That was, come that back, was, come back, come back, Swanee. We love you. Yeah, I know. I know he's having a great time at the G league showcase right now. Pure, pure Portland, pure Portland hero. That guy. Yeah. Yeah. Like in a couple of years when it's Swanigan and Collins, if you know, if the whole Nurk thing doesn't work out, I, I, I could be into that. Who's next? Um, Zach Collins. Oh, um, like a woodchuck. Okay, I like that. He does kind of look like a bird. Like his face, you know, is very like bird-like. He looks like a thing. Like he kind of looks like an angry bird. Is a woodchuck a bird? I thought a woodchuck was a bird. That's a woodpecker. No, it's a woodpecker. Oh God. Yeah. No, I no woodchuck is a type of groundhog, or oh, maybe it's a oh. bird for a groundhog. Mostly just because his face, he's very alert. Okay. Uh, I'll admit this is a bit of a superficial judgment, but, you know, there's only so much uh, content we have on him. Okay. Um, Mo Harkless. Oh, geez. Uh, I feel like... It's like a... What do you got? I, I don't know. I was thinking maybe like some kind of like endangered species. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I, I Something floppy. Okay. That's all I got. Like a uh, like a gooey duck? No, he's not like a gooey duck. Do you know what a gooey duck is, yes. Eric? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Come on, they're, it's not a duck. They're, they're, I, I know it's not, but it's like a floppy. You know what I'm willing to say? You know what I will? You know what I am willing to say though? What? He's like a gooey duck. Oh. Like a duck with a lot of goop on him. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. How about Jake Layman? I'm sorry. What? My girlfriend just said that was a dumb joke. She was right. <laughs> <laughs> this is li- uh, live live criticisms here on on Lockdown Blazers. Uh, Jake Lehman. Oh yeah, the the um, a uh, a uh, Republican Supreme Court justice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, Evan Turner. Oh, um, uh, Evan Turner is 100% a platypus, could not possibly be more of a platypus. 
Okay. Just kind of <laughs> doesn't know where he fits necessarily. He's not quite a beaver, not quite a duck. Exactly. Not quite a mammal, not quite a bird. And he's just shooting mid rangers. Yeah. And he and and he has and he's vaguely poisonous. Okay. Pat Connaughton. Oh, um, uh, like he, a like a nobler rodent, like a um, what's the uh, like a wombat, like a big rodent. Okay. A, a big noble rodent. Okay. How about Ed Davis? Um, something that's good at. I feel like Ed Davis is almost giraffe-like. Because he he's can, not quite he's not quite like wobbly enough for that. No, life. but he's what? like I, I'm trying to think of something that's like long and strong. Like a powerful prairie animal. What about like a um, what about like a gazelle, like a deer? Oh yeah, not quite a gazelle, but right. but like a like a like a powerful deer. Okay, a moose a, perhaps. A, a stag. A stag. Like like a you could have Ed, Ed Davis on like the Portland Oregon sign. Yeah, you could have you could put Ed Davis on the front of your car. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, he could be a good emblem for your car. Al Farouk Aminu. Oh, geez. Uh, I feel like he's an eagle. Like, I feel yeah, like he... I feel, not, a ball, not, a, not a bald eagle. No, but just an eagle. Yeah. Like, think, like still very vicious. But And just this wide guy. arms, just coming dinosaur, in... Dinosaur-minded like the eagle. Yeah, just, just coming in hot. By the yeah. way, the calves are down by 31. Yeah, the Cavs are uh, getting their uh, shit kicked in. Did yeah. you the 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 Cavs scuttlebutt today was that they had a film session, and that the only thing anybody said was you have to play harder. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a really foundational are, moment. And now they are getting their shit kicked in on national television. And so. there's no Kyle Lowry. There's no uh, no Oof. no no Ibaka. Oh yeah, I forgot Lowry uh, hurt his butt. So hurt yeah, his yeah, he, butt. His big butt, Kyle Lowry. His fossil butt. Um, <laughs> I mean, Lowry, you're cool. I don't want to. No, he is cool, but he does have a big butt. But he just has a large butt. That's all. And uh, a, and and a part of that giant butt. I mean, that's what happens when you have that much butt. More butt to injure. Right. Exactly. Um, so the cat is eight minutes left in the third quarter, and they're down by twenty nine now. Yeah. Um, so I, I think the I think the Raptors are going to win this game, and I thought that Cleveland had a chance to maybe not to get sidetracked here. I thought they had a chance to maybe get the one seed, but. I or they're definitely not going to do that now. Maybe they should try if they want that, but maybe they don't want that. Who knows? Maybe they just want to make to the playoffs and be healthy. Yeah. Um, don't we all in our way? We do. Um, Yusuf Nurkic. I oh, jeez. I mean, he's. I, I feel like he's a bear. Yeah, I'm with that. Uh, I'm with that. Yeah, I think he's. I mean, he's the Bosnian bear, the Bosnian beast. I think. I think he's very bear-like. Gets, uh, bears get hit in the face by uh, by um, uh, beehives all the time. Boom. Yeah. Noah Vonley, I think we already settled this. He's a horse. We, yes, we did. Yes, he's, he's, he's a, a horse. He's a stallion. Yes, he's a yes, he's a stallion. Uh, Shabazz Napier. The Napes. Every, that's every, my, everyone. Oh, that's every, such a good Napier the nickname. Na- the, Napes, the, the Napes. The Napes. Sorry, I don't want to. I'm. Can I say something about Shabazz Napier? Sure. I'm so surprised he's good. I, I, I'm going to attribute it, obviously, to his talent, 
But also, I do think that the Blazers do have a pretty good uh, track record of developing playmaking guards. guards. Yeah, you know, like like you you work out every day with Damon CJ and David Vanderpool. Yeah, I, I think you're gonna get better. I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. Yeah, but but definitely a dude who seemed like he was going to be an NBA washout. Which you know, I don't. Which is which is you know, it happens. Like you know, you wash out, you go play in Europe, you have a perfectly decent career. It's fine, but. Uh, yeah, did I, when they signed Napier, I thought, but yeah, that's fine. Maybe he can become a third guard and here he is. He is a third guard. Yeah. So. And he plays a lot. I think he's a, probably also a big reason why Harkless doesn't really play that much as, or as much when Dame is out there is that yeah. Shabazz has been so good that it, there's just only so many minutes on the perimeter. Anyway, uh, as far as the animal, he is, um, human being. Okay. Just a dignified, a very dignified human being. A homo sapien. Yes. There we are. Uh, not a repu- not like Lehman, a Republican Supreme Court justice, like a like a good person. Yeah, just like a, gu- a guy that you like want to see around your neighborhood. Yeah. Like hey, Shabazz. Hey. Bazzy. <laughs> Bazzy. Bazzy. Really Bazzy good. the Napes. Yeah, if you will, Bazzy Napes. <laughs> Sports are so dumb. They really are. Okay, we're down to we're down to the the, the big two. CJ McCollum. What what, uh, what what animal is he? Something that is like graceful in like an yeah. unconventional what's a, way. What's an animal? What's an animal that likes to really keep itself clean? Something that grooms itself. Yeah, yeah. Grooming animals could he be like a wolf well um yeah i'm with that i'm with could, that could it be it could be a wolf like a like a like a little wolf perhaps a little wolf uh and when he I, get when he breaks people down he can be dances with wolves <laughs> certainly i i think it yeah Apparently, uh, grooming is seen in certain types of cattle. I'm learning a lot about grooming right now, guys. Cattle? I mean... Yeah. I, he's not a cattle. I want to make this clear. I yeah, just, I know. CJ, CJ's very it would much be, not... It would be truly heinous to say somebody's... Uh, cattle. Uh, spirit animal is cow, cattle. Uh, uh, and uh, and uh, Damien Lillard, our last one. Yeah. What, what, what would you say Dame is? Hmm... A predator, certainly. Yeah, I feel like maybe, maybe like a, like some kind of, like bull. I know maybe that's just because we were talking about. Cattle. No, no, not a predator. Not a predator. Not though. a predator. Not a predator. Like I would a- also probably say Damien is a wolf. Okay, so they're two wolves. Yeah, two wolves. You I, did. Did you say Myers because you don't want to satisfy? Did you not say Myers because you don't want to oh, satisfy? I, to- I totally skipped over Myers. I, I mean, I oh. guess. I, I mean, I guess we should. It would be unfair if we didn't do Myers. Yeah, I mean, every, that's what everybody. That's everybody's just sitting here waiting for yeah, me to so, say something mean about Myers. And guess what? I'm gonna do it. He is a foal who, instead of growing up into being a horse, just grows up into being a larger foal. Okay. Well, there we, there we go. There we you are. Happy animals. I said something mean about Myers. There you go. Everybody's there you go. so happy. 
We threw some meat to the wolves. Yeah. Oh, oh I got him. Ah, ah, ah. Literally somebody, I'm not even kidding. We put a message out there. Hey, ask us some questions. And somebody sent us a poll that says, my, at it, that at Myers Leonard. It at, they use his at name. They say, Myers has to see this. And it says, at Myers Leonard is as soft as, and then it has four options. Guys, quit being so mean. Like, stop it. Cyberbullying, guys. Come on. Yeah, that's cyberbullying at this point. Look, does he make a lot of money? Certainly. And I suppose being mean to rich people, I, I can't. But come on, guy. You know. We're just, we're just trying, you know, you don't need to be that mean about it. Ugh. All right. Well, we have ended that. Don't be so mean. Don't <laughs> cyber bully. Yeah. Uh, don't cyber bully Myers Leonard. That poor boy. What did Acker ask? Are we do Acker? Oh, oh yeah. Him, I mean, he said he would take his, his answer off air. Let me see. What oh, he did. He, oh well, yeah. But, no, but I mean, I think it was, oh, I it's think about it was Myers. Oh, it's about, it's a mean thing about Myers. Way to go, Acker. Everybody just jumping in. On 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 the train. I'm poor. I'm poor. I'm poor. Full boy. Yeah. Animals. Uh, I think that's. I think I think that's a good on the questions at this point. I, I agree. Yeah, uh, the Cavs have cut it to twenty three. Oh, congratulations! They will probably win now. Yeah, I mean we'll 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 see about that. They've been getting. Maybe their they started. Maybe they started trying. Yes, maybe maybe the, maybe the, the 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 practice film session has has gotten into them. But that's going to do it for this podcast. Any anything on your end, Corbin, that you want the people to check out? Uh, yeah, always check out my podcast. It's called Take It or Break It. I say dumb things on there a lot, like I say dumb things on here. Uh, I'm working on a thing that'll be in Willamette Week sooner or later. Uh, uh, I think I had two. I had a thing at Vice Sports today recently. Maybe there was another thing. I don't know. I'm working on things. I'm trying to trying to expand in a lot of directions. It's it's a new year, new new. Course. Yeah, it's a new year. It's a new year. Maybe I'll write about classical music or something. I don't know. All right. Well, uh, I'm check it out. You can check all my Cavs takes over at LeBronWire.com, uh, and then obviously right here on Lockdown Blazers we. Talk about the Blazers all the time. So until next time, leave us a five-star review and have a great weekend.